Hello everyone, welcome back to my channel and the encyclopedia of fairies. I just want to explain to you guys that when I record these it's generally about 2am in the morning because it's the only time where there might be some quiet in the house. <laughs> anyway, we are on R and the first one is Red Cap. A dangerous kind of goblin. Red cops are known to haunt the ruined locations of murders. And although there have been a few stories of less malevolent red caps, the majority have a vicious nature. They get their names from the red hat they always wear, which they dye in fresh human blood, is said. In general appearance, they look like stooped, wrinkled old men, but with larger teeth. Fingers ending in talons, wearing iron boots, and usually carrying a weapon, like a pike. Red caps is indicated by their choice of footwear, or one kind of fair which is not affected by iron. In folklore, they're impervious to most human weapons, but can be driven off using Christian prayers, or at the sight of a cross. There is one folkloric account of a man who bound a red cap to be his fairy familiar, and the goblin acted to protect him from harm by any weapons. Now that would be very interesting, wouldn't it? To be able to have that kind of protection. Next is good old Robert Kirk, one of the most well-known authors on the subject of Scottish fairies. Kirk was a Protestant minister in the 17th century Scotland, who initially achieved renown for translating the Bible into Gaelic. Serving in Aberfoyle, an area replete with fairy lore. Kirk would later begin writing down the local beliefs and stories in the series of notebooks. Before this project could be finished, however, he became ill, and although a relative helped him by recording his words as Kirk dictated them, the minister would die before he was finished. Kirk's death is surrounded with mystery even today. He collapsed while walking near a fairy gnome something that he habitually did, and that later led to speculation that he had actually been taken by the fairies, possibly for his attempts to write about them. After his death, folklore would spring up around Kirk, claiming that he had been taken to serve a fairy queen herself, possibly as a chaplain to the fairies, and a story began circulating that he had appeared to a relative declaring himself a captive in fairy who could be freed if iron was thrown over his head when he was seen at his posthumous son's christening. This was not done, and Kirk remained in fairy, according to common belief. Kirk's book on Scottish fairies would later be published by Sir Walter Scott in 1815, although that version had multiple errors. His work would later be republished with the assistance of folklorist Andrew Lang, under the title of Secret Commonwealth of Elves, Fauns and Fairies. Kirk's notebooks can be found today in the Edinburgh University Library and National Library of Scotland. An excellent analysis of Kirk's life, work and writing on the Secret Commonwealth was written by Kevin Manwaring, titled The Remarkable Notebooks of Robert Kirk, and can be accessed very easily online. Robert, uh, Robin Goodfellow one of my favourite characters, might I add. An English fairy, made famous by Shakespeare's Robin Goodfellow, 
is generally viewed as an individual being more than a type of fairy, although he falls into the general category of hobgoblin. He is a trickster spirit, sometimes malicious, sometimes kind, who could take a variety of forms including that of a horse. His name may be misunderstood as a generic one. Robin was a nickname for the devil, but also associated with hobgoblins and goodfellow, maybe either a reference to his sometimes beneficial nature or a euphemism encouraging that sort of response from him. Because he is a shapeshifter, Robin Goodfellow was sometimes confused with or equated to the English Puck, and in later folklore there is a crossover between the two. Shakespeare emphasised this in his play Midsummer Night's Dream, where Robin Goodfellow is explicitly identified by the name of Puck. There are early 16th century references to Robin Goodfellow misleading travellers, which connects him as well to the Willow the Wisp and other more helpful tales which seem to connect him to brownies. All of these beings are considered types of hobgoblins. In folklore, Robin is said to be the child of the English fairy king Oberon, an immortal woman. He was not born with fairy powers, but gained them later and was taken fully into fairy as an adult. It's said that Robin's mother, who was human, raised him until he was six, but that he was such a mischievous child that she finally threatened to whip him, at which the boy ran away. Falling asleep later, he dreamt of fairies and woke up to find a scroll next to him and explained his nature and granted him several powers including shapeshifting. Robin Goodfellow was a popular spirit from England during the 16th and 17th century. In 1636 he appeared in a small book titled Robin Goodfellow, his mad pranks and merry jests which details Robin's birth and life as well as some of his adventures. The text is rare today but valuable in that it gives a fuller picture of Robin's character than the appearance he has in Shakespeare's more popular work which preceded it by about 30 years. It describes Robin as a spirit who acts in both rural and domestic settings, who tricks people but often in order to help teach them moral lessons, leads travellers astray, includes a woodcut of him as a satire-like figure with goat legs and horns carrying a broom surrounded by dancing figures. This imaginary activity is in line with both his Shakespeare antics as well as his wider conflations with Puck and other types of fairy. According to Knightley, Robin would do some chores around a farm or home in exchange for milk and bread but was offended by an offer of clothing just like the brownies would be. Hmm. Interesting indeed. My favourite character is Robin Goodfellow, I have to say. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Fae. Please hit the like, share if you can, and if you have not yet subscribed, please consider doing so. It really helps. Many blessings.